It's time for the End of Conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. This is Damian Lemon. This is Ali Muhammad. And this is In the Conversation, the podcast. Yes, we back. Murdered up. We here. You know what I mean? Another week in the books. You know, um, you know, just a up top salute. You know, rest in peace, Harry Belafonte. No you know, doubt. I'm about to raise a. I got. A, I poured a little. I poured a little shot of rum oh, in his shit. honor. Yeah, I wish I had yeah. known. I would have got some. I know. I should have told you, man. Go ahead, right. get, get something right. Well, you know, you ain't got to do it right in a second, but if you want to pour something in the mix, yeah, you know, I'm, do I'm that. In the the damn lab right now, I got this. Um, I have to step shit. out. But it's all oh, good. It's all damn. good. I, I, I get you wanna, what you want to double back. You want to double back, or you want to just want to just in solidarity? How you feeling? What you want to nah, do? Nah, we nah, can, nah. We can, okay, shit, <laughs> <laughs> niggas. <laughs> that says a lot. Oh shit, man. Yeah, man. Salute to that man. That was a, yeah. that was a, a real icon and freedom mm-hmm. fighter. Like you know, last of ain't a whole lot left like that mm-hmm. of his generation. You know, yeah. so shout out to Mr. B. Yeah, man. Salute, 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 man. I was, I was just um listening to some of his um his records. Now, obviously, you know he's done quite a bit, but I was listening to his records. You know, damn, that was doing a lot of that mm-hmm. in the crib and in in salute. <laughs> I'm by myself, so that, like this bitch. Is that that joint? You know, uh, I, mm-hmm. I once had an opportunity to meet Mr. B. Um, uh-huh. We shot him for a Muhammad Ali thing, which was even crazy because you know one legend talking about another legend that you know what I'm saying um, with so Ali was, Muhammad. Yeah, with Ali Muhammad, that was cool. You know what I mean? But you know, he was like one of those guys. He's like you know he's like in the same vein as like Quincy and Quincy Jones and all them types that they old school. They just lay right in and kick it. They don't hold no real you know what I'm saying standoffish vibe. It's like shit, you know. Was well, good. What we talk about, and they you know get right in it. But um, you know, I just was like you know when I met him and, and you know he got that voice, that cool ass voice. Like he still had that shit. And he, that old mm-hmm. rugged, a little raspy. You know what I'm yeah, yeah. You know that make your whole shit sound a whole lot cooler. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You drop your gym, that shit sound cooler when your shit's oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying yeah. Shit, I gotta practice my old man vibe when I get right. old and shit. Cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cause niggas don't raise their tone for nothing. You know what I'm saying? They they nah. they they stay at their pace. And you gotta you gotta, you gotta lean gotta, in. Yeah, you gotta bring yeah. your vibe to their level. You know what I'm saying? You can't. You know what I'm saying? They ain't finna let you push the vibe. So <laughs> that's what's up. Shout out to keep their own B. tempo. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Mr. B. Yeah, man. Um. It's so funny that he was just saying that. Not that they in the same, but you know, um, you know, remember I was telling you about my old lady that was uh, in my building that liked to just jump into the middle of a conversation no matter <laughs> how much, whatever you go on, how much time you think you got, mm-hmm. you going to lend an air. I was, um, <laughs> I was, it was the funniest shit that I saw. I was coming up the block the other day. And I seen her just walking with like the FedEx guy. He got a package in his head. They just walking down the block and she bending his ear. He looked like he was cool with it. But I mean, they was talking for a full block. It was the funniest shit I've seen in a while. <laughs> She's dedicated. 
Word. Oh, man. Yeah, 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 man. But how you doing, man? What's good with you? Nah, shit. Work. <laughs> you mm. know what I'm saying? Nigga locked in. Nigga locked in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, it's like the first weekend off of Ramadan and shit. So, you know, you be easing back into your... It's always like it still feels shocking to be able to eat in the middle of the day. You know what I'm saying? So easing back into, you know, your regular course of trying not to devolve down into, you know what I'm saying, niggatry just yet. Mm. But, you know what I'm saying, you're trying to Niggatry pending. Yeah, yeah nigg- niggatry loading. Hopefully not. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, you always know when it's time for Ramadan, you'll be at your full peak of niggatry. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Nigga be, be got a motherfucking glass of deli on, a beer, and a chicken wing all at the same time. You just like, <laughs> what am I doing with my life? <laughs> oh, man. Look at the calendar. It must be close to Ramadan. And yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So then you ease off of it, and then you, you know, you start the cycle all over again fresh. Um, but adding the uh, the breathing to the equation helps, you know what I'm saying? Cause you still, you stay cognizant of, uh, of where you at with it and what you're doing to yourself. So I've been on that, been on that journey. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, shit. Other than that, man, I, I really grinded out through the week, crashed out on the weekend, woke up, washed my car. And, uh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And that sounds like uh, what's uh, up, grown uh, shit. Yeah. Started that back over again. Not, nothing exciting to report. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Definitely watch the shows and shit. If it wasn't okay. a format that we was following, I would just talk about Snowfall for the hour. But Yeah. We're gonna get to <laughs> it. We're gonna, we gonna get, get to, to, we gonna get nah, to it. it. It's it's true. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get there. Don't worry. You know um, <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> it's like, all right, nigga, let's speed this along. Let's no, get no, right no, to no, it. No. We're gonna get to it though. We're I wanted to call it. your motherfucking ass after I finished watching it. Like, let's pre-record uh. the shit because it's fresh on my head. I got shot. Right. I got oh man. <laughs> I wish it. I wish you know it's so funny. I kind of wish you did. We could have done that because it was fresh. Because I I had a couple conversations where I was I was talking a few people down based on how they processed it. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of a lot of people was very upset about the situation. Right, right, we're gonna right. get into it. Let's right, let's right, not right, jump right. ahead. Yeah, right. We'll that's talk about good. it, but you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. It seems so far away though, you know, because right. it's typically, you know. But uh yeah, again, I keep saying we're gonna get to it, we go right back to it. All right, here we go. <laughs> oh shit. What did you say though that reminded me of something? Oh, wash your car. Yeah. That's good. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, that's always a good um, thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Got that mm-hmm. thing. You know what I mean? Looking good. Put it back yeah. in the garage. Went in the house. That sounds good, man. I hear that shit. Oh, but I, uh, oh, this 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 is why I did it. I did it early. I think uh-huh. my my sister my sister came by, and. She had just went to uh, a fight party the night before, so we was talking about all that shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm. That Javonta fight. I ain't watched the fight. I watched the highlights, you know what I'm saying? But Yeah. Yeah, you know. I, yeah, I wanted to see. I felt like, I don't know if it was just my little, you know, personal algorithm, but it felt as though they really were selling this fight. I was mm-hmm. seeing... 
Javante and, and Ryan Garcia everywhere. Right, I think right. it started, I saw a, I saw an interview with Shakur Stewart, mm-hmm. or is it, yeah, Shakur Stewart on um, The Breakfast Club, and I wasn't quite familiar with him. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know what I mean? Like I'm, you know, I've obviously I've heard of Javante. I've seen him. He's probably the more popular of the the group because then there's also Devin Haney. I heard he's the truth, but what I'm saying is I think Javante's profile is higher than the three. I could be wrong. Y'all right. could be yelling right now. You don't know who the fuck you're talking about. But I, you know, so I watched this this cat's interview, and it was a good interview. That's what struck me. It was a good interview and the way they was talking about how ill he was and the way how composed and diplomatic he was, mm-hmm. but very confident. I was like, okay, you know, and you, then- you talking about Shakur? Shakur. Yeah, yeah, and that then, nigga is disciplined like a motherfucker. Yeah, he seemed like he was media trained by his parents. Like, he seemed <laughs> like he'd been, he been that way. You know how certain children are just good kids? They're mm-hmm. just well-behaved from the door. Like, he got a lot of- Composure about him, yeah. you know. It's typically know if he was well behaved because nigga could fight like a motherfucker. So. <laughs> yeah, but you know, but you know how that sometimes when you got that well behaved kid, they know how to compartmentalize the fighting, and they just mm-hmm. nice at fighting when they're in right. the ring, and then when they go home, they reading a book. You know what I mean? They doing all types of docile <laughs> shit, real misleading behavior till they jab you in your mouth. You're like, oh mm-hmm. shit, I know you can fight, fam. You didn't come across that way. Then it was kind of mm-hmm. cool. Because his lady was in the back, like in the background, and the, and the cameraman was kind of, I guess, being slick about kind of doing a little a little on the low two shot. So mm-hmm. when it was certain things that had to do with relationships or women, you could see her, you know, her reaction. So it kind of had a little, another little layer to the interview. So, mm-hmm. but that's why I, I think it first kind of kicked off O. Javante and Ryan Garcia. I hadn't heard of Ryan Garcia, and the reason that I even kind of looked a little bit was because Shakur was like, yeah, he's more of a social media star. He's not really a boxer, <laughs> which was that. I mean, that's what he said. So wow. I was like, damn. Yeah, so he said that. And then I went and watched a bunch of, like, Javante fights, you mm-hmm. know, on you or not even on YouTube, on Showtime uh, On Demand. I watched about three of them. You know, because I always hear about Tank. I see some of the, the clips. You know, I see him in the world. Like, mm-hmm. he's one of them that's in the proximity of hip-hop. You know what I mean? Like, rappers fuck with him. He, he's that guy. Mm-hmm. And I watched a few of his um, watched a few of his his fights. And he's good, but it was, I, wasn't, I wasn't blown away. I know he's a bad man. I know his punch is strong and all of that. But mm-hmm. it was like, I guess sometimes I'm still... Uh, I'm still, like, uh, framed of the era of Tyson. Right. Where that motherfucker's like a pit bull off the leash, right. you know. Uh, you know, I think he's more. I think Javante's got great power, but he's also kind of in the the style, not the style, but in the school of Mayweather, where there's a lot right. of restraint. And he gonna he gonna work you out. He gonna he gonna pay attention to what you're doing. It's right. not as explosive, but right. um, but but also what you're looking at, like Tyson and all them niggas was heavyweights. You know what I'm saying? Like they was the, That's true. the top of the of the food chain. Like Shakur and Javante, they like they smaller guys, you know what I'm saying? Like I think Javante go in between some different weight classes, but like Shakur, he like a, a super featherweight. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like a smaller class of, of boxing. Gotcha. So it looks a lot different when you're watching it. 
You know what I'm saying? It moves like the boxing moves are different for a heavyweight. You know what I mean? The power is different. You're looking at a different type of human carnage when you when you dealing with a heavyweight. Yeah. Aside from yeah, when true. you're dealing with the featherweight. Now on Shakur, he, you know what I'm saying? Like he like one of them kids that you always knew was talented than a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like this mm-hmm, nigga is mm-hmm. talented. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever he was gonna do, he was gonna be good at it. You know what I'm saying? If nigga was a little DB or you know what I'm saying, a little point guard, he was gonna be like he that type of dude that looked disciplined enough to be handling it and, and be good at his craft. But he listened to the coach type motherfucker. Right. But the nigga could fight though. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. the, the nigga got the nigga got technique. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know where he I never matched him up with Javonta or, you know what I'm saying, or anybody else for that. But the fights that I've seen that he that he uh fought in, I'm like, oh mm-hmm. oh yeah, he this nigga here is 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 a is a fighter. He um one of Jay Prince fighters. He was. I'm not sure if he still is, but I think Jay Prince. Right. He said that. Yeah. yeah, he spoke on that in the interview. And which I didn't know, as I was looking in the comments, one thing that I didn't know, speaking of that whole, I mean, you know, uh, not to get too crazy with it, but what I didn't realize, and they, they were in the comments saying, you should have asked him about this. He was standing right next to Takeoff when he got killed. Oh, wow. Yeah, right? That's kind of, that's got to be traumatic. That's, that's nerve-wracking. Come on, yeah, you know. Yeah, um, yeah but anyway... No, R.I.P. Takeoff. But um, I didn't, I got to look for some Shakur situations. I was, I, you know, I'm, right. I'm trying to find one of his fights. And that YouTube is a motherfucker. But yeah, like, I'm going to go on the YouTube and check it out. But he fight, like, you know what I'm saying? You can say he's disciplined and all that, but he fight like a nigga that know he know how to fight in school. Mm-hmm. And you know okay. what I'm saying? You got these big bad niggas want to fuck with him and shit. And he revels in, in whooping your ass. As a, even as yeah. a little nigga, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, yeah. He, he like one of them, like, you know, he, it's like fun to watch, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like yeah. the difference between like, say, uh, a Jordan and like a, uh, like even like Iverson. a, like a John Morant and an Iverson, them niggas make the game look good. You know what I'm saying? Them niggas is not only good at the game, but they make the shit look good. You know what I'm saying? Jordan was like a ballerina floating through the ass shit. You know what I mean? The, the thing, the case against LeBron, he don't make none of the shit look good. He just be doing shit that he know how to do all the shit, but it don't look like, oh, wow, that was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Even the shit that's crazy, you have to really watch mm-hmm. that shit in slow motion. You be like, damn, this nigga got a 200-something pound nigga hanging off his arm. He drugged the nigga up, still dunked it. You know what I'm saying? It's like stuff you had to really look at and really understand the physics behind what he did. But in like Jai and Jordan and Iverson, they make all the shit look like magical. You know what I'm saying? And and he, he's like one of those guys that make that shit look, look like he boxing the nigga. You know what I'm saying? They just straight up technical boxing. All right, I'm gonna watch him. I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check out a few of his fights and and get in tune. You know, he got a lot of fans. People were fucking with him. Yeah, you know? yeah a lot yeah. of people got him over Tank. They're like, nah, I think he he ready. You know, I mean, so, uh, I'm I'm not sure if they. I think Tank might be a little heavier than him right now, but you know, you know that shit is they, you can fluctuate. Yeah, that fluctuates. They used they sparred at one point back in the day, and from what I understand, he was getting them. 
So, but uh, that was years ago. And he, again, he's very diplomatic because somebody brought it up in an interview. He was like, well, you know, that was years ago. I'm sure we've both grown. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that, because uh, there's the, the, you know, there's the, uh, the desire maybe to lean in and be like, yeah, that motherfucker ain't want it back then. And I know he don't want it. You know what I mean? You could get all your shit, but he was very, you know, cool. Yes, you know. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I believe we've both grown since then. And uh, <laughs> I mean, the competition would be great. You know, I mean, so. they probably, they probably, you know what I'm saying, trying to hype that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the other thing. I don't know. Maybe I'm older now. And maybe I just didn't peep all of that in what was going on. Uh, <clears throat> and maybe there's way more fight press available, mm-hmm. you know. But um, today's fighters definitely seem at least seem to me a little bit more business minded, a little bit more savvy as it relates to business. It's not as much ego and mm-hmm. hyper masculinity. It is that, but there's mm-hmm. also like, no, 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 no. I ain't ducking no fight. We just got to make sure that that paperwork is right. We got to mm-hmm. see who's promoting it and we're going to look mm-hmm. into it. We see where the market is and you know, mm-hmm. we got, we're, we're, we're accessing all offers. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like we're, you know, it's that type of energy. Which is cool, which is cool because, you know, typically, you know, that type of game, you could come out of there punch drunk and be fucked up for the rest of your life. So, yeah, you know, know. play smart, play smart. You know, niggas gamble on it, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You might as well. Niggas gamble with the football, too, shit. Yeah, the whole shit, you know, you put your your whole, your body on the line. Yeah, you know, we put our body on the line for something. And most of us don't yeah. get rich doing it, so. Nah, and that was the other thing. It's definitely still about that money. There was a little clip with uh, Javante pulling a bunch of money out of his his backpack, mm-hmm. showing it to Ryan um, Ryan Garcia, and Ryan mm-hmm. was like, "See, I don't even know what you do. See, that's what you do it for." And Javante was like, "It's called prize fighting, dummy." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, let's be clear. It's about this paper. Stop playing. You know what I mean? I don't even. I ain't got beef with you like that because we can fight right here. If it was really serious, I need to get this bread. Right. You just in the way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, some people aren't, aren't convinced by that liver shot. Yeah. Would you think he threw it? I mean, oh, he I, th- I, I mean, ain't thinking nothing. I mean, I've I've watched the whole. You know, I'm a YouTube boxer. A boxing YouTube uh, enthusiast, mm-hmm. <laughs> front row YouTube. I got you. Know you. I, I, uh-huh. I like to pull up like old fighters that you you heard their names but never saw them fight because they was before your time. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? And and pull them up and see you know what they was all about. You know, that's like cause I watched. I talked on here before when I watched the Sunny. I was on the whole Sunny Listing roll one weekend, and mm-hmm. that nigga was a bad motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So. It's like what Ali really did was like beyond the way it feels. It's like, you know, this this guy just came through, whooped everybody's ass, you know what I'm saying? He was just that good. But Sonny Liston was in his way and he was a bad motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So how he got his first belt was off of Sonny Liston. And this nigga, you know, was, you know, a, a lifelong criminal, rolled with the mob, you know what I'm saying? Big bad motherfucker knocking niggas out. <laughs> and then Ali Started coming with that I'm a fuck with him game. Started fucking with his head, showing up to his fights and calling them names and you know what I'm saying, all that shit. And warm down mentally. By the time they got in the ring, he wanted to kill him. But then, you know, 
Then that's when Ali showed that speed and all that shit. And he was like, oh, this cat a lot different than what people thought he was. So, mm-hmm. you know, it allowed me to see, like, in a different light what he really did. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, but yeah, I, I like to pull up the YouTube. You can pull up all these guys on YouTube and uh, and watch the fights. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you find the whole fight. Sometimes you just find the good moments. But, mm-hmm. you know. It's a it's a whole thing. Yeah, now nah, I'm with it. I'm with that. I'm gonna start looking into it. I definitely was watching, like I told you, I was watching Tank. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's cool uh, to look back on it, you know, and watch it, especially if you're not inclined to pay eighty five dollars for the current fight. You know, <laughs> I watch one of the old school joints. I watch a classic boxing. You know I mean? That's- boxing pay per view ain't for the soloist. You know what I'm saying? No, it's about a fight party. It's yeah, not. It's, a, it's it would be, yeah. It's, it's not. A, it's, it's not a, a one man on the couch. You got to really be. You might need to be in the business you to be to just be, sitting there or a yeah. straight introvert. Because mm-hmm. that shit yeah, is not man. built for you know what I'm saying. It's the one man party. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nah, fight parties one of the best parties. Yeah. One of the best parties in the game. I don't I mean, I'm sure it's gotten its recognition for sure, but a fight party is is up there. It's yeah. up there. I don't know where we would rank it, but it's up there quite high. Quite high. <laughs> and what, you know? what what is it that you like about a fight party? Well, you know, it's a balance of a lot of things. You're not going out. Mm-hmm. So you know, you might put a little something, if depending on who the person is, you might put a little something towards the fight rental, but typically not really. So mm-hmm. you might just bring a bottle, you mm-hmm. know. Um, it's typically a lot of women that you know, mm-hmm. you know. So it's a more familiar vibe. And then there's people that, there's women that you don't know. It's people that you don't know. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Then there's the opportunity to be somebody like myself. You know, you get your um, your little color comment, you know what I mean? Get your, <laughs> your your color man shit on, have a little joke here, have a little something there, you know, that type of shit. Uh, it's spirited, you know, sometimes depending on how old you are, if you're young with it, it might devolve into some slap boxing or whatever, which, you know... <laughs> And you know, that's neither here nor there. And you want to age out of that. But there might be a little bit of that fight watching adrenaline, that liquor, the <laughs> ladies. Liquor. Absolutely. Now, motherfuckers want to throw hands and shit. And hopefully it don't get real because it's, it's not the place for that. But uh, it's a it's a cool vibe. It's a real cool vibe depending on the, the place. You know, if you get there in time, you might have a nice little setup, sitting mm-hmm. nice. It's a good look. It's it's up there. It's yeah. I think it's past uh brunch. I think yeah, it's beyond yeah. that. There's certain shit. Yeah, yeah, beyond go ahead. What do you think about because, it? Because see a fight party mm-hmm. now there was once upon a time where the fight party was mostly niggas. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I think right around the Tyson era, women entered the chat. You know what I'm saying? Of like the, the uh-huh. we gonna go to somebody's house and watch the fight. You know, maybe it was uh-huh. before that, but you know what I'm saying? When I entered it, it was a lot of nigga fights. And then it started mm-hmm. becoming more of like a <laughs> universal type of deal. Okay. So got you. You got this situation where it's unlike, you know what I'm saying, like a house party. Like you walk in a house party. You get something to drink, get you a plate, 
and you don't, if you don't know a lot of people, then you really don't have much to do with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Until you integrate into the socialization. A fight party, at least you got something to pay attention to, hold your attention, give you time to settle in socially. You know what I'm saying? Right. Give you a little something to comment on, have a conversation about. But generally, you got the enthusiasts who are gathered around the TV. Then you have, you know what I'm saying, just the, you know, just the people who are there for the party. You know what I'm saying? They going to be around the drinks and the food. And there's, you know, it's enough time in a fight where you ain't, if you're not watching it blow by blow, you might not miss a whole lot unless it was a Tyson fight. Right. So where, you know, right. people usually, you know, spend time socializing and, you know what I'm saying, going to the kitchen and doing the things. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. It ain't a bunch of loud music except for in between the rounds. You know what I'm saying? So you got, you got enough room to talk. You got enough room to drink. Got something to pay attention to. It, you're right. It's it's just a, it's a good scenario because socially, it, it provides a lot of room for for you to do whatever you whatever it is that you do and not feel uncomfortable in the space. So yeah. you might be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's up there. It's up there. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, shout out to shout out to Javante. I'm gonna watch it. I think it's gonna be available next week or something like that. I'm gonna check it out. What I saw, it looked interesting. What I thought was really cool on last notes on it. What I thought was cool was he um he had the um the shoe surgeon design him a pair uh of boxing joints based on the Nike Skunks, mm-hmm. which was kind of fly. You know, I thought that was dope. Yeah, he has some fly shit on. Shoe surgery putting in work. So I thought that was kind of fly. Mm-hmm. And uh and it was I guess it was kinda cool to see uh Chief Keith bring him out. Right. You right, know? Right. Uh, that was kinda cool. That was cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. So salute to the people. If you want any money on that, then that's what's up. You did it. You did it. <laughs> oh man. Um I went to a painting sip this weekend. <laughs> painting pool. Speaking of that type of vibe, audience and shit. Liquor. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I've never been to any of these. I've never been to one of these, but it was an opportunity. It was one of these things. I went. Um, painting pool. This little spot up in Harlem, actually. And uh, I didn't know. Re- I, I don't want to say I didn't know what to expect. It was way more live than I expected it to be. Like... It had booze cruise energy. It had like you in Puerto Rico, but you found everybody from New York mm-hmm. in Puerto Rico. You know what I'm saying? You know, when you find your people from wherever you from in a like a little foreign spot, mm-hmm. you know, out of context from what you would typically do at one of these little excursions or whatever. But you just you start to, oh, OK, this person from, you know what I mean? It was that type of vibe. So it was like a. Cool size room. Mm-hmm. There you walk in, there's a bar, big ass bar, and then there's these little side rooms. We got there a little late, but you know, you get in there, you sit down, they got the easel in front of you, they got the little paints. You know, it comes with open bar, you know what I'm saying? So there's some menus and shit. And um and you paint, you know, you go through the, there's an instructor that kind of tells you this is what we paint. And then the funny shit was we were painting um 
painting Nicki Minaj. <laughs> it's like that's that's what that's what the shit was. So now I got a a drunkenly painted Nicki Minaj painting in my house. You know what I'm saying? I have to ask, as as a lot of people say when they interview people, I have to ask. Uh-huh. Go ahead. This is a portrait or full body scenario. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love that you had to ask. I love that you had to ask. Nah, it's a it's a it's a bust. It's a so you know what I mean? It's from the from the top of the torso up. So there's a little a little cleavage if you wanna you know what I mean? If you you gotta I fuck the cleavage up. I use the too big a, a brush so my little cleavage V, the shit look like a battle wound. She looked like Blanca oh from Street Fighter. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now nah, we ain't, we ain't go all the way. We ain't go all the way. G- get real spherical with it. But um, yes, yes. So that was cool. It was a good time. Something to do. It was mm-hmm. you know, fucking music playing and shit. You know, yo. Um, speaking of this, you ever heard the record? Um, um, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. What? I might be saying it wrong. Like Jerusalem with an A at the end. And who is the new um, record? It's it's a song. I got a record. I'm from the forties. Um Jerusalem. Burner Boy, Nam Sebo. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't pronounce my man's name and maybe somebody else. But it see it came out like a twenty twenty. This is these moments where you realize you out the loop. You mm-hmm. thought you was in the loop. You out the loop. This is like one of them um one of them black line dancing records. Oh yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like the yeah. wobble, electric slide, yeah. and all of that. Like this <laughs> was a thing when. Oh, you know the record? Yeah, no, it's done. Yeah, no, it's done. I don't. I would have to hear. I would have to hear. <laughs> but I'm gonna listen back to the. <laughs> yeah, that shit. That shit. Yo, I don't know what they saying. Yeah. I didn't know we was just in there and then that record came on and everybody started gathering and hitting the step together. I said, oh shit, what is this? You ain't heard this before? It's Jerusalem. And I was like, oh shit, You had never heard that. the song before? I, If I had, I didn't pay attention to it. Right. I definitely didn't see no choreography with it. Yeah, I, you know. I didn't know the name of that shit, but I've uh-huh. heard that shit plenty of places. Mm. Yeah, if I heard it, I just, I guess it got lost in the mix. And like I said, maybe I was at a spot where it was just a lot of head nod reaction to it. But this, they <laughs> they they reacted like this was a happy birthday song. Like they were activated. It was a lot of motherfuckers that got into the whole thing. I was like, yo, to where I had to take notice. So yeah, word, word. but uh, that's that. Um <laughs> Yeah, now you got a Nicki Minaj bust at the crib. I got a Nicki. I, got, I might, I might, I might put it on my story. Maybe it looks crazy. I'm not a good. I, you know, so funny though. Even before this, I had been, you know, thinking about getting into painting. You know what I'm saying? Like just, just on some meditate, like some meditation type shit. Just, you know, doing some paintings and because it seems like. You know, not that I'm chasing it, but I definitely admire it when I hear people speak about it or talk about it. There's a lot of people recently mm-hmm. have been talking about the peace that they get from painting mm-hmm. to where it's like, 
it just speaks to them. You mm-hmm. know, they know when it's done. They don't overthink it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's it's something. It's just something to do to kind of take their mind off of shit. Right. And if it turns into something, it turns into something, and it even brings about maybe even more appreciation for art in general, abstract art at that. You know, I like art just to go get inspired, mm-hmm. you know, based on the, like the creative story and the body of work. But there are times when I'm scratching my head looking at certain shit like, I don't know what that's about. Mm-hmm. But um, maybe that would get me in touch with it. But there's something cool about painting. You know what I mean? Like just mm-hmm. getting in there, you know, seeing seeing if you could learn how to blend and, you know, learn how to... You know, it's a, it's a different medium. I like mm-hmm. that. I like it. I'm thinking about it, but you know, ah, I'm just, it's more of a thought. I'm going to keep it funky with you. I think the thought of it is a little bit, because it could get a little, I don't even want to say it could get a little pricey. It just seems like it get a little cumbersome. Next thing you know, you got a bunch of fucking stretch canvases all over your crib and shit. It goes back to what we was talking about with, you know, people uh, fixing up old schools. Shits mm-hmm. look cool when they finished, mm-hmm. but when they're in the midst, it, it yeah. could look a little chaotic. It could feel know. a little chaotic. <laughs> it could feel a little, a little, a little claustrophobic. Yeah, you know, you're stepping over your past work. Yeah, you know, you gotta, like, you gotta be organized to really do an old school, uh, or gotta organize a team to get your shit together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That shit ain't mm-hmm. no. It's not, especially like when you're doing it ground up, like you buy one that, you know what I'm saying, need work and it's just a shell or, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, you about to gut it out, put all the new engine, all that shit is a lot of parts that you got to be keeping track of, sourcing and putting in your shit, making sure all that shit work and run right. Nigga, that shit is a lot for the real artisans of the shit, you know. A lot of right. niggas just buy it, just go ahead and pay you know what I'm saying? $100,000 for old school. You know? Say, fuck it. Right. Right. I got a random question before we get into this TV shit. Mm-hmm. Where are you? I'm talking like I don't know you, but no, nah, I'm curious. <laughs> Where are you when it comes to your pick up the phone and get up with somebody? Let's go get lunch. You know, like, where are you as far as friends and things of that nature or just like... Uh, colleagues or whatever, just being like, let's go meet up. Let's have a let's have a let's have a lunch. Let's uh let's go let's hang out type shit. Grown you know what I'm saying? Like, that's <laughs> so like a grown folk play date. Exactly. <laughs> Where are you about that? Are you one of these people that is proactive or more well, so? If you get the call, well, I, pre-pandemic, I was a lot better about it. Because I was still mm-hmm. in the wild on my own, doing my own shit, right? And your business mm-hmm. depended on you being, you know what I'm saying, connected to, you know, your peoples, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, now, it's sort of like I'm settling into a new place and, you know, I haven't proactively started, you know what I'm saying, hey, yo, let's hang out, let's kick it, let's go get lunch, you know what I'm saying? I've I've been a part of a couple of plays like that that you know kind of fell through, but then you know you're doing so much work that you're not really paying attention to it. Um, recently, you know, um, my 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 cousin who uh, who's who's away right now was like, "Yo, you mm-hmm. need to you know what I'm saying go connect with with my man's and now you know what I'm saying," and and mm-hmm. so you know 
<laughs> I think I told you about this, but I didn't tell the pod mm-hmm. about it. So, tell you know, the people. So, so it's like, uh, you know, he gave him dude number, and I called the nigga. You know what I'm saying? I don't know this man. You know what I'm saying? I've met him once before. You know, he out here getting it to getting to it. You know what I'm saying? Moving fast and doing things. And so I called a nigga, and he like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah, cuz told me to give you a holler, you know what I'm saying? He's like, yeah, he told me the same thing. I'm like, I'm thinking, okay, we good, you know what I'm saying? But then he was like, yeah, but he was, like, honest about the shit, basically like, but I don't know why, because I don't need nothing, you know what I'm saying? So it was, it was that awkward moment of like, damn. Now it's like, how do you proceed, you know what I'm saying? Because if you if you can try to convince a nigga, then that's awkward. You know what I'm saying? If you fall all the way back, that was counterproductive. So now you just in this stalemate of, you know what I'm saying, grownness, two grown niggas that don't know each other. <laughs> that's trying to figure out if or if not they need to, you know what I'm saying, kick it. You know what I mean? So through, you know, I guess the nigga – kind of got a little bit like, okay, so then what, what's up? What what you want? You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, all right, nigga, what you want? All right, okay, shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know somebody that's on that too. So I guess that was his way of kind of creating a little bridge. He was like, yeah, me, man, my man's studio, he on that content shit too. So shit, we go over there. And that was, I guess, a bridge for, you know, where it wouldn't be uncomfortable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was a, it was that a content yeah, shit. It was a neutral, like it was a new, neutral playground. <laughs> Right, right, yeah, exactly. Two content niggas. Let me see y'all talk it out, and then we, I'll figure mm-hmm. if not, you know what I'm saying, I need to fuck with you. And so, you know, after a nigga hit how, what you want and how you moving, that you ain't really, you know what I'm saying, you ain't in their way or trying to ask for nothing, or, you know what I mean, you ain't on nothing silly, then it's like, oh, okay, cool. Then we went eight, you know what I'm saying, it was cool, you know what I'm saying? And and I think the nigga will be a good connect because he, he, he does got a lot going on, and I learned a lot just from the conversation. You know what I'm saying? But it was definitely weird in a way of actually getting it to be something. Now, with my friends and people that I know, you know what I'm saying, over the past, like I said, since the pandemic, I haven't really executed any, you know, reach outs, you know? Um, But that's making me feel bad about myself. Maybe I should reach out to people. (laughs) I... Yo, you don't say I hear it. I know exactly how it feels. I know I've done I be feeling the same way. Cause then I'm like, damn, I ain't called motherfuckers in mad long. I guess I guess I guess we don't fuck with each other. Not that it's not that you don't fuck with the person, but you just so guilty that you feel bad that it's been so long that but the thing is more often than not, these people that you cool with, especially the people that you cool with, you know how it always is. It goes right back to what it used to be. You mm-hmm. know, just in that instance, just really taking the initiative to say, yo, let's get up, let's do this. Like, I, I got friends of mine that are pretty good at that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, definitely post-pandemic, I was, I'm not as, I'm trying to be more inclined, but you know, that pandemic will... Even if you weren't an introvert, it'll have you lean into your, you know, your inside self. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we've talked about the, I definitely don't want to wind up a shut in. So you got to be, you got to be deliberate about that. You know, I remember uh, 
You know, because I got a lot of friends of mine. Like, most of my friends, like, you know, shit, you, most of my peoples that I'm close with, they don't even live in New York no more. Mm. So just the, the quick, you know, default, yo, let me call this person, let me call that person, they in a whole nother state. So mm-hmm. now it's like, well, damn, I guess I got to create some new friendships. I remember asking my therapist about this, and I was like, yo, how do you create new friendships as a, you know, as a as an adult? He was just like, man, you just got to be deliberate about it. You know, you just got to, <laughs> he made it sad. It's so funny sometimes. I'm trying to do a bit about, I'm working on this little thing about, like, with, because uh, my therapist is a white guy, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Older white guy. And sometimes I'd be feeling the way about that. Maybe should I have gotten a black therapist, right? And then I'd be like, if I had a black therapist, and this is just me assuming, but if I had a black therapist, I think it might be shortcuts to where we wouldn't go as far. Like, I'll say some shit to my black therapist, be like, nah, nigga, you know, I ain't trying to play myself. He'd be like, true indeed. And it's dead. Mm-hmm. Whereas <laughs> when I say that to the white guy, he's like, what do you mean by that? And then I got to unpack the shit and we really getting into the thick of the feelings and all of that shit. So... Sometimes he'll say some shit that's just culturally not anything, and I'm not making it a big culture thing, but just for me, it's not something that I would even consider. He's like, got to be deliberate about it. Mm-hmm. He say, find somebody that you want to be your friend, call them up and invite them to have coffee. <laughs> <laughs> that's a white man, huh? That shit sounds, yeah, that just sounds hilarious. <laughs> exactly. That sounds wild. That sounds wild. But I guess, you know, sometimes you got to, I realize more and more, especially as you get older, you have to be intentional and deliberate mm-hmm. about your shit. Mm-hmm. When you're young, everything is kind of given to you based on the context of youth. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot more group activity, whether that's school, whether that's mm-hmm. after school, whether that, you know, all of that shit, going outside to play. You get older, people get caught up in their lives and all that shit. Now you got to really get into your iCal and say, yo, what are you doing on the 18th? You know, which is also a trigger for me too. Motherfucker be like, yo, what you do with next Thursday? I'm like, ah, shit. You know, but mm-hmm. fuck it. If it's worth it, I'll, I'll, I'll kick it. I'll hang out. You know. Right. But I just wanted to have that conversation. Nah, I mean, you do, um, like, this is me, right? I was having this conversation earlier. Like, see, I, I kind of, I seen a lot of what I wanted to do later in, like, my old man years early. You know what I'm saying? Like, work my life kind of mm-hmm. backwards. And I was saying how, I started putting that together based off of the old people that I saw in my life growing up. You know what I'm saying? See a lot of older, old people, you know, and as a kid, like you say, you in school, you got the park, you just gonna go out. I could just go outside and make some friends. That's that's how I was. I'd walk outside with a basketball right. and next thing you know, you got five, six friends. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I used to look at the old people like, well, damn, how this motherfucker is at that time, 50-something years old and ain't got no friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, no friends? Like, where your friends at? You know what I'm saying? It was just an odd thing. And then you start to hear people's life stories back. And you, you know, you start listening when people start talking about the old-timers' life story. Like, oh, man, that motherfucker was a bad motherfucker. Niggas ain't fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? Nigga whoop ass. And then I'm like, damn, this nigga ain't got no friends, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's why, right. that's maybe why right. he ain't got no friends. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, like my grandma, like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, she ain't take no shit, boy. She, you know what I mean? She'll cuss a motherfucker out. Like, yeah, that's probably why she ain't got no friends. <laughs> so I saw yeah. everything through this lens of why they didn't have people that came around checked on them like that. Now, as a grown person, I understand why. 
And a lot has to do with what you're talking about there. Like, you know, at a certain point, you don't feel the need to have to go out and 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 um, nurture a, a friendship. You know what I mean? It's like, I invite somebody to coffee, nigga ain't call me and invite me to no coffee. Shit. You know that's what, what you do. You get defensive. You're like the phone go two ways. Yeah, you get that's the that's famous defensive shit. Yeah, man, yeah, got to pass that. Uh-huh. Yeah, you gotta get past it. But then you had the old people who did have a lot of people around them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And always fun. There's always some food going on. Always a birthday party around they plot around they spot. They celebrated everybody. You know what I'm saying? Their house was the venue. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and you know. You start to see old people that's that's living a fruitful old life. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, shit, I want that right there. You know what I'm saying? I want to be a granddaddy and have grandkids running around this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Smoke on the grill. You know, you start seeing life like that and, and how you want your life to be enriched if you're able to make it that far. You know what I mean? And that's going to take making some friends. You know what I'm saying? Some new friends mm-hmm. in your 50s, some new friends possibly in your 60s and 70s. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And and how do you <laughs> go about doing that, you know? Just at the funeral, like, yo, what you doing after this? <laughs> exactly. Go get something to drink. <laughs> well, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You good? You straight? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got a little yeah. bottle over here you want to partake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know exactly. Shit, it's probably easy to make friends with old people and shit. Like, yeah, damn, nobody ain't invite me to coffee in a long time. Right. Well, let's right. go there. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> I remember somebody told me, my manager told me this a while ago. He said, um, he said, particularly men, he said, this is one of his things. He said, um, as you age, you get invisible. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> that shit was crazy. Right. Yeah, man. That was wild. He said, he said it kind of spooked him. As you age, you get invisible. Yeah. And to that, I'll even add, you know, broadly, I think as you age, you become more unfamiliar because mm-hmm. you don't have many, you know, the people that were your people mm-hmm. are, you know, dying off. So right. now it's just a bunch of, you know, hopefully you you planted some seeds with these latter generations. Right. But, but, um, but you know. But that's where it's at. If you stuck with just what you think your people are and what your generation mm-hmm. did, you, you will go down with them. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like yeah. you have to and – and I haven't done it. You reminded me of some shit that that I've been that I've done throughout time that I haven't done in a while. Probably, you know what I'm saying? I'm probably missing a generation right now. It's like like I was always good about knowing who the next motherfuckers is coming up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And being able to tap into that system, you know what I'm saying? And understand it. But, you know, again, the older you get, you less likely you are to tap into some shit, especially some new shit, which starts to get younger and younger every year. You know what I'm saying? Starts to get weird. You know what I'm saying? Who this nigga, you know what I'm saying? Tap into the young shit. So you don't do it as much unless you like a rich nigga who throw a party at your house and bring the young people to you, like a Mm. Puff Daddy (laughs) or Quincy Jones or some shit. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But how do you do it as a regular motherfucker? How do you continue to touch base and tap in? And a lot of times it's through the work, you know what I'm saying? Like you got a lot of young producers that's around you that you tapping into. They try to invite you out, but you be like, nigga, I'm not fucking with y'all out here in these streets outside. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) In Atlanta. Nah. Right. But 
you do be able to tap into their brains and, you know what I'm saying, and the thing about on a professional level, the more you help the younger people, the more you more assets you have in the world that may be able to help your motherfucking ass at some point. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and that's what you got to be more intent about. And I've been so getting into what I'm doing that I haven't been intent about that. And this is a great reminder to get back in it. I'm with it. Yeah. Reach out. This is a reminder for y'all. Reach out to somebody. You know what I mean? Go go make an adult play date. You know? <laughs> go get a cup of coffee or some shit. Talk some shit. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. So where you want to go first? You want to start with the finale or you want to end with the finale? Um... Cause it, the finale is the the real big conversation. Yeah, yeah. Everything yeah. else is the, you know undercard. Let's just scoot through the undercard right quick. <laughs> All right, I I would say I'd go power first. Yeah, no doubt. I think no doubt. Power yeah, okay. power has some significant moments this week. Um, okay, I you know, shit. I don't remember all of the moments, but I know mm-hmm. good uh, yeah. good Lauren came back from the dead. Again, again, this is, yeah, now she, yeah, she just popping up. Right. She's um, running up on niggas and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's sad that, you know, she been away because you kind of, she been away so long that you forgot about her. So when she come back, I'm not, a, I guess, Lauren is not that interesting to me as a storyline. I mm. hate to say it. Like, it's just kind of like, all right. You know, well, <laughs> like she, you know, like she's not coming back with no vendetta. She came back with a box cutter last episode, but it ain't, that's not her spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, we seen her as Tariq's square lady, mm-hmm. you know, the one that was, you know, like on the straight and narrow, but, and trying to help Tariq, you know, stay, you know, stay the course and all of that. But beyond that, the dynamic of her was not really that interesting. She's not as interested as Effie. She's not even as interested as Diane, in my mind. Um, so when she pops back up, did she I don't know if she was in this episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She popped up. She went to a she went to her family's house. Right. And and was laid up at the family house, didn't realize the family had been moved out. And they kept the house staged to think that, you know, for the mm-hmm. people in the world, and I guess the shit was staged so well, it fooled Lauren. Right. Because Lauren was like, yo, what y'all do with my parents? <laughs> oh, we moved your parents. We moved like, them. There's no escape you know. in the safe house, Lauren. It's no escape. Now you got to go back. You got to go back. You part of this trial. Ba- basically, at this, point, than you. at this point, they just it's just disrespectful. Listen. You a snitch. We could throw you back to the wolves. You could fucking go ahead and finish doing what you got to do. God damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit, they tried right. to kill you already, so. Huh. Right. What, what you, you want to do? What you want to get killed? Yeah. Right. So. so, um, shit, what else cracked in this joint? Well, the big, one of the big things in this one was, um, you know, Tariq had another one of his, you lied to me moments. Right. You know, like. Tariq is very sensitive for a killer, which I think many killers are. They that's why they be killing because they don't want to really un, you know talk about them feelings. <laughs> but um, Tariq feels a way about being lied to. You seen that with with 
his mother and his father when mm-hmm. they kind of pulled the wool over his eyes and he felt the way about that and held the grudge for many years, mm-hmm. you know. So now, you know, via Lauren and her box cutter, it was revealed to him that Braden and Effie and Kane all got together in an attempt to kill his, his you know, his ex, mm-hmm. his love, you know, and now... He taken Effie out to the the scene of the crime. Right. Surprisingly, she didn't realize where they were going until maybe a mile within. Mm-hmm. So he taking her out in a brand new, you know, rental. Not even taking his brand new car. Mm-hmm. He taking a rental just in case. Take her out there. Bring her out. You know, yo, what's the deal? You want to tell me something? You know what I'm saying? Ah, you know, I had to do what I had to do. You, you, it was, it was for love. You know what I mean? And she had to go. What I did appreciate about, you know, I fuck with Effie, even though some people think she a snake. Uh, <laughs> I, I appreciated she had her burner on her. You know what I mean? Because I see them as Ghost and Tasha. But I see, you know, she had her little little burner on her too. Like, you know, hey, we here for romance, but just in case. I told that thing too. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. That's where we really compatible. You like to put in work and so do I. You know what I mean? So, um... So yeah, so she was she was like, you gonna kill me? He's like, you gonna kill me? Nah, I'm just, you know, you gonna stay here. And then he leave her. She, she gets home she immediately. Shot out two of his ties and shit, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? On some real, exactly, some real dysfunctional shit. Absolutely. Bow, bow, nigga, and you ain't you getting doing? your deposit back, nigga. How about that? So boom, he peeled off, left her there. She got back immediately, probably before he did. Next scene, that, she's with Braden. That's that ghost <laughs> like, up, Scotty. Absolutely, <laughs> these niggas got teleportation devices. <laughs> Oh, man, they are so ahead of the curve, uh, (laughs) transportation-wise. So now, Tariq, he pulled the ditty where he was like, no studio for y'all, so now they can't even come to the spot and bag up no more. They can't even go work. So he trying to be the, you know, the one-man show. Braden and Effie can't get in the spot. Kane is like, reason that you can't get in is because they don't take you serious. You know, Tariq, no, at least I'll try to kill this nigga. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, you know, he know my gun go off. You, he don't think so. So you need to figure, you need to do some shit. You need to leverage whatever you got to get back in position because this shit is just as much yours as it is his. Mm -hmm. So that kind of put a little pep in his step. He went and, you know, used his privilege, got fucking Tariq's key card deactivated. You know what I mean? And they had to have a, you know what I'm saying? They had to have one of those those fucking uncomfortable ass corporate lobby conversations that you have when when your fucking key card is the, absolutely. (laughs) Well, we got to talk about your performance. You know what I mean? We got to have a, we got to have a real awkward, intimate conversation in front of the elevators where it's all an earshot of niggas. So, um, there was that. This one, this Um, one episode, they fought. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They fought, they fought, and they fought. I guess they fought in the lobby, which was interesting because this is a corporate ass lobby. Right. And every time we've seen this building, this corporate, this lobby, and this this office, it was densely populated right. with people that would look down on a fist fight like that. <laughs> that was, <laughs> you know that was a squabble. <laughs> that was, a, but that was a, a hell of a That was a good. 
It was a good two minute scuffle, right. which is a log fight. <laughs> That's a long for fight for any type of yeah. For, even if it was after school, two minutes is a long time, yeah, nigga. Yeah, ask fucking Ryan Garcia, Stevenson, or Javante Davis, nigga. Two minutes mm. is an eternity. Tussling you ain't conditioned nigga. like that, especially with all that designer shit on. You don't want to bleed on none of that expensive shit. <laughs> you huffing he, and puffing. <laughs> absolutely. He caught him as soon as he got off the off the elevator. Bing, bow, boom, bow. It was nasty. And then, um, it's so funny because Braden, you know, um, especially to be a white guy. Shout out to all our white fans. You know what I mean? But, you know, just as a white guy, uh, his bruises don't last long at all. <laughs> He take a lot of take a lot of punishment and it's really no wear and tear. It's no indication. You know what I'm saying? Like typically, dumb dumb blows that Tariq was throwing his shit, his shit should at least been swollen shut, a little black and blue mark. Now nah, he had like one little piece of rouge on his cheek. Made it look like he got slapped or something. I don't know if Tariq don't got no power behind them punches or something, but yeah, Braden, Braden don't never look affected. He didn't got beat about the torso last episode. He just, he just real, he resilient. But um, I don't know. Oh uh, shit! What else happened? What hey, else but, happened? But got, that was us. That was our first um time seeing Tyreek really give you the full James St. Patrick. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the mm. rage, that rage, you know what I'm saying? Fuck you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Right, like right. that was his first, that was his first time slipping all the way in the ghost. You know what I mean? Uh, okay, yeah, I can see that. He's been very chill and and composed. Yeah, he, he was very Shakur Stewart. Right, right. This time he turned into he turned to Iron Mike. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's what happened on mm. Power. That's what happened on Ghost. <laughs> yeah, wasn't anything? What a oh, damn! Wait, wait, hold on. Is, is it anything else that we <laughs> hold on? Just on because I know it's a couple more things that happened, but um, we could keep it moving. I mean, you know, keep what moving. happened? What happened? Yeah, of course. Uh, what happened with Monet and them? Monet had a little vision of Lorenzo for a hot second, mm-hmm. fucking with power. I was like, don't tell me Lorenzo ain't dead. After right. all this, he had a body double in the casket, but that was just a vision, right? Um. Uh, what did what did Drew do? Did Drew do anything this episode? Drew mo fucking and shit. Um, him and homie was getting their business on. Then homie had to do something. I don't remember. Anyway, skipped that part. Okay. Then um, and then I think what? Kane. Uh, one um. Kane. Go ahead. One old girl and the, the teacher's assistant getting in on this week, or was that last week? They start. That's how it kicked off. They were yeah. smashing. Yeah. So that and was then like a she, smash monot, like a smash medley going on. Mm-hmm. Trying yeah. to confuse us. Uh huh. <laughs> but I, I was on point. But he out of there. Looks like he's out of there. It looks like Kane. I mean, he been long. Like he's definitely been taking the the long road. But it looked like. I don't know if he's trying to get with Effie, mm. but he's definitely going to be supplying her. Right. right. Day, uh, Diane got caught on camera, which I knew somebody was going to yeah. get caught on camera. She got caught on camera. Yeah, that's going to they, they holding the that. Yep. Yeah, exactly. They holding on to that. So that's that. Um, 
Man, I guess that's about it. It ain't nothing too much that we could really, you know, it's pretty much a lot of the same shit. Every oh, my man. It's like Batman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Nah, nah, it's all good. Yeah. No, go ahead. Nah, that what was, was, that was last week. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I was trying mm-hmm. to figure something out, but that was last week. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's a lot of the same type of story. It's like, you know, yeah. Batman back in time. Yeah, same yeah, bat channel, power. same bat channel. Yeah, it's power. power. You know what I'm saying? Impossible um, situations get dealt with. Boom, boom. Keep moving. And they keep, you know what I'm saying, when you're saying the Lawrence story is, is you know, not interesting, It's they, they always keep a, a, a lingering, not interesting story that can throw the whole shit on either side. Like, right. Lauren could fuck shit up for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, she could bring the whole mm-hmm. shit down or she could fuck the whole shit up for the police. You know what I'm saying? It was the same as, uh, what's Ghost Girlfriend's name? Angela. Angela. Angela could mm-hmm. bring them down or she could save them. You know what I'm saying? It was either way. And then, you know, just keep that shit just lingering in the, on the sideline, knowing that she yeah. she got the bodies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like a card you don't want to play just yet. Right. So. Yeah, that was that, I think, for the most part. It might be something we forgetting, but, uh, you know, blame our head, not our heart. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I heard that one before. Yes. That's a whole. That's a whole one. <laughs> that's a whole deflection. Um, let's take it to succession. Though I like this last episode of Succession. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, I'm saying. Okay. It. You know, they um chess. Yeah, little chess being played amongst I, little chess. Guys. They going for it. Everybody's so thirsty too. It's a mm-hmm. lot of desperation. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of you know uh, posturing and pump faking, mm-hmm. and it's it is. Good. I ain't gonna lie, man. <laughs> Kid Matson, he was really trying. He was on. He brought them to Power Move Island. Right. You know what I'm saying? Where he was really trying to flex, and it looked like he was. You know, he was. He was winning until I guess his thirst, you know, won out. But um, so basically, they want the deal to go through. Mm-hmm. Matson's like, "Yo, come out to Sweden, bring your whole team." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want to see everybody that's on your team. Certain people probably going to get fired. You know, mm-hmm. I think the episode was called The Kill List. So some people going to get fired. So we want to meet all these people. So mm-hmm. now you got all of the, I don't want to call them the underlings, but you know, you got the, um, the, uh, the non, uh, you know, the, 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 the little ring. You got this ring of people that kind of feel like they could, they could be disposable. You got mm-hmm. Hugo, Jerry, Carl, um, and the rest of them. Connie, I think. You know, you got the whole little squad. Tom, of course. Greg. And everybody angling. Mm-hmm. Everybody's angling. Some are angling in a way that's so, like, awkward. It's, it's, it's cringeworthy, <laughs> you know. Tom is out here looking nasty. Like, Tom is... So when Tom got to that table with that beer and tried to sidle into the conversation... Mm-hmm. And they hit him with the, what you think about France? And he ain't really had nothing for France. He called Greg over. And Greg was like, man, look, I'm not going to be your punching bag in front of, you know, Sven and them. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here doing my thing, too, because he's going hard. He's trying to join the three. He's like, yo, we we the quad and all this other shit. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of thirst. But what was so funny was when they started speaking, I guess it was Swedish, 
They started speaking Swedish all on them niggas in front of them laughing. Them <laughs> big ass fucking fucking pints of beer and shit. Oh, it was mm-hmm. terrible. When they said, oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, you gotta feel terrible, nigga. You all the way out here. You don't know the language. You asked out. You on the perimeter. You really feel like you're on the perimeter then. So mm-hmm. it was a lot of that. Um, I like the scene when it was matching. Um, Kendall and Roman at the beginning where they all kind of like, you know, they just, they kind of wrestling for the power. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they really like trying each other. Like you said, like a lot of chess, a lot of mind games, a lot of slick talk, a lot of what are you mm-hmm. going to do? You know what I mean? You want to make the deal? What's going on? You know, all of this shit. Or even, the, um, oh, you brought your whole team. Nigga, you asked me to bring my whole team. <laughs> like, it was a lot of mind games. And yeah. they, I like when they get in their mind game shit because it's obviously the stakes are quite high, right. you know. And, um, you know, later on you see that um, Roman snapped. And Roman mm-hmm. just, you know he snapped because he confronted the nigga while he still had his dick in his hand. He taking a piss. This nigga <laughs> Roman's like, nah, we about to have a conversation. It's like, well, you could have just waited a couple minutes. Like, I got some <laughs> shit to say. So he told him, look, man, you on some bullshit, you know, uh, you always been a dickhead, you know what I mean? You probably stressed out my father. I don't, I think that was a little out of bounds. He ain't kill him, but he ain't kill his father. <laughs> you killed my father. It's like, huh? He's like, you on some bullshit. You could have waited a few days, but nah, you wanted to meet with us because you know we going through it. We all the way fucked up. This, that, mm-hmm. and the other thing. I don't fuck with you. I don't like you. I'm not fucking doing We blowing the deal up. We going to take forever on this shit. You ain't getting it. Da 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 da. And if, they, and if you want to go tell the people, you know what I mean? That I bugged out. I'm just going to say it was a negotiation tactic. Right. And then he he sped off in his helicopter. And um, right. but, but see, Kendall, that was Kendall's play. He already had peep that they was trying to tank the deal anyway. So Roman's mm-hmm. little outburst, you know what I'm saying, was like, oh, you, you little niggas, you, you embarrassing ass little niggas. Y'all don't even know how to do this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then, you know, he took that thing to the cocaine. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying, Shiv? You want to hit this cocaine? She's like, okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm with child. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But hey, I don't think she hit it though. No, nah, she ain't hit it. She ain't even un- she ain't even unravel it. She just right. kind of held it, let him speak yeah. his piece, let him yeah. unburden himself. Yeah. Like, what's up with your relationship? You know what I'm saying? Whoa, whoa. She like that shit is trash, and. Like, you know, he basically got the goods from Shiv. Shiv undermined their little play. And shit gave him all so? what. Yeah, yeah. In what way? How you feel? Because they wanted to blow the deal. Keep the company. But she didn't know that. Huh? She That's didn't know saying. that. It don't, it don't even matter. If she knew it, she undermined it by giving the nigga all the tools he needed to do the shit, get the shit done. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like. Like in the end, when the money came in, when he when the number came in, and everybody on the plane, like, oh shit, yeah, that's, that's shit, that's it. You guys did it. They was too shame to be like, nah, we ain't do that shit. We was trying to tank this shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we was trying to kill it. Yeah. So they actually probably thought it was a negotiation tactic that they did. They don't know. Shiv really was the one pushed it through to let them niggas know what to do to get it done. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Oh, you saying just keep the number running up? 
Because all of the old timers in the board, because that's what he said, shit, I'll take this shit to the board and the old timers. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Shiv gave him, he ain't had to do all that because she gave him what he needed. That's know. true. Yeah, she did say that. Keep the number going up. He was like, oh, yeah. all right. Yeah. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Shit, I, yep. Yeah, they were hype. It was hype. Uh, and it was, what was interesting, and I'm curious to see how this plays out, and I'm curious to wonder how often this shit is, especially at that level of wealth and, like, access and power, but that whole shit with his um, director of communications, Emma, you know, he dating her and they, you know, he wild and sending her frozen pints of his blood and all of this other shit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Shiv, she come from that world. She come from that, you know, crisis management shit. So she mm-hmm. she kind of gave him a little pro bono situation and also said, look, you know, Jerry could kind of walk you through, which I think kept Jerry on board and maybe even kept Connie on board, too. If he, he was like, she was he, she was like, yo, don't fire her. Just don't mm-hmm. do that. But um, we'll figure this out. But, you know, until then, keep your blood to yourself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then that was the other thing. That was the other thing. Like, you can't even say she lying when she got so much of your DNA at the crib. Nigga, what is you doing? So um, I thought that was interesting. I was, it was interesting. I don't know if it was just the coke or maybe it's just the non-self-aware or the entitlement of the power rush of it all but for him to even disclose all of that to Shiv it was it was something you know and I mean it kind of go ahead what you about to say he probably I thought you were about to say he probably knew that she would that that was his way in to the information because the brothers don't none of them really know how to do this you know what I'm saying like they want to play big time but Mm -hmm. they not they daddy you know what I'm saying? That's nah. why he was like, your dad would be embarrassed of you right now. <laughs> which was so foul. Which is so foul. That's what set Roman over the edge. That's what I got to speak to this motherfucker. I don't give a fuck what he doing. I'm talking to this motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's, that's a you know, strange thing because the dude is relatively young. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He got all this going on, but he's way more advanced than you in yeah. this business shit. You just a spoiled brat. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because he could so, be self-made. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So this nigga know what he doing. Y'all don't. And mm-hmm. here we are. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Yeah. He figured it out. Between the three of them, he figured it out. Mm-hmm. And basically, they sold the entire company. Yeah, so ATN and all of that. Which, you know, honestly, it's better that they did that because... To your point, they don't know what they're doing. They're not like their father. They don't seem... It's more of a vanity play for them and even maybe like a legacy play. You know, dad always wanted to keep this. But it's like, you don't know how to manage that shit. And homegirl, I think her name's Sylvia or Cy, she's bugging out. You know, they they got her up out of it, it looks like, and Tom's going to take that spot. But I don't know if they are really that invested in that media game like Logan was. So cash out, get them people their paper and try some other shit. Get you a new endeavor. See what happens, you know. Mm -hmm. But to that point, though, since they were born and raised rich, even becoming even more rich probably don't feel like shit. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. it's, it's just like, yeah, we rich, but we don't really have no story behind the wealth. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's probably a, maybe could turn into a bit of an identity crisis, especially when, you know, you're on that level of wealth and you're in rooms with people that are self-made or got, you know, created something or attached to something that has a little bit more uh, substance to, you know, the money outside of just being privileged or spoiled brat. I think that's a lot of what they're trying to outrun. They want to outrun their father's shadow, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's sad because he's dead now, so they can't even prove... You know, because on a certain level, I'm sure they just really wanted him. They just really wanted him to be like, "Yo, I'm proud of y'all," and he said it sparingly here and there, more so as a negotiation tactic. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I think they his pops died, and they don't. They're still kind of unclear outside of Connor. They're still kind of unclear if he liked them or not. Because Connor was like, <laughs> he never liked me. <laughs> that was the first you thing he said what? when he already died. When he found out uh, Logan died, that was the first thing Connor said. He was like, ah, oh, he never liked me. <laughs> he said it like it wasn't even his father. He said it like it was his, his, his boss. He was like, ah, oh, this guy never liked me. But um, so that's that. Um, let's get to it, man. Let's go ahead. Let's get, you know, from the snow to the <clears throat> snowfall. Well. Want to kick that off? Go ahead. Well. <clears throat> Snowfall, I want to start by saying it's been a, a long, enjoyable journey. Yep. Watching the, the series that I discovered on accident. <clears throat> mm. mm-hmm. I, I was oh, in Miami. A wild accident, too. Very rude yeah, awakening. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I was in Miami, and my cousin was watching the shit, and it was on the scene when Carvel was raping the nigga. I'm like, what the fuck kind of shit is this on TV? <laughs> like, you ain't never seen Snowfall. It's about to crack air. I'm like, oh shit. So I went back, doubled back, and watched it. Started watching it. Um, we we've been talking about it for a minute. Um, you know, I know I've had some criticisms of the last couple of seasons. You know, what I'm saying here and there, mm-hmm. but ultimately it gave us quality ass entertainment for for six seasons. And um, shit, we good money. Yeah, they stuck the landing. Yeah, they they stuck the landing. So, in this particular episode, um, you know, we 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 getting down to the nitty gritty. Um, Teddy's dead. The money's gone. You know what I'm saying? V is gone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, she leaving this episode. She leaves in this. Oh, she leaving she... this episode. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so Teddy's gone. So he, you know, Franklin trying to bust some moves. Um. So he choked out this episode, or that was last week. Yeah, that's this episode. That's when he oh, grabbed shit. the body. That's yep. a whole lot of shit went on this motherfucker. Yeah, it's a glorious unraveling of Franklin Saint. Right. Um. Yeah. So, so okay, Teddy's gone. This motherfucker, you know, he's trying to. You know, make some moves, trying to figure it out. The bank is like, ah, nigga, you know, if you could work it out, you know what I'm saying? But, hey, you know what I mean? That, so uh, he 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 makes some off-camera moves, uh, sells some properties, you know what I'm saying, just to keep the big building that they're working on going. You know what I'm saying? He go tell V, you know, uh, actually, he, he, he starts off in the bar. This shit seemed like mm-hmm. so. This like two episodes ago, but it was this episode. That episode mm-hmm. went through a lot of arcs. It's in yeah. the bar after the Teddy got shot, he run up down to the bar, used the payphone, called V. That's the first person he called. His 
his loving partner and baby mama mm-hmm. and a future wife. Mm-hmm. Um, v, it's, it's fucked up. What happened? Did you get the money? No, hell no. Nah. You know what I'm saying? My mama killed the nigga. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with Oh, God, that is fucked up. Don't worry about it. You baby. know I ain't just, like your mama. <laughs> yeah, that's what that type of shit come out. <laughs> yeah. just, just just get home. Just get home, baby, to the bird the bird loft. <laughs> right. right. So and then he go, you know, he eventually, you know what I'm saying? He goes back to the bar, sit there in his sorrows. You know, the bartender do what bartenders do. Man, it's on me, dog. You know what I'm saying? Which is interesting. Because at this point, we didn't think he was going to drink it. You know what I'm saying? He looked like he just took a sip. But Well, when he poured that shit, I knew it was his fate. I, I figured this was, it just felt too deliberate. I mm-hmm. didn't realize, everybody said, he never drank throughout the entire series. I thought I seen him sip once or twice. I know mm-hmm. he had that meeting one time with the journalists when they poured the drink. Mm-hmm. But I thought he might have just taken a little sip. I knew he wasn't a drinker, but I didn't know he was just stone sober. Obviously, his mm-hmm. father is a drunk, you know what right. I mean, and lost a lot of it. But, yeah, when they said, this is on me, and they did that little shot of the the liquor going in the shot and him throwing mm-hmm. that shot back, I was like, that man just sealed his fate. Yeah, because it was how he got everybody addicted to crack. Remember, he gave away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, samples. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So the nigga sampled his fate, as you would say. Uh-huh. And, and then, you know, he he makes some off-camera moves, end up back at the bird loft. Is that what it's called? Yeah. The bird loft? No, nah, it's just, that's how it look. It look like where birds be living at. You know what I'm saying? It's like oh, okay. up in an attic okay. or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> like very okay. short ceiling and shit. Like these niggas just yeah. on a mattress and shit. The, Mad the, uncomfortable. A fan, a fan <laughs> to the outdoors right next to him and shit. I'm like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they, you know, he get there. Like, yeah. Whoop, whoop. Bing, bing. Um, oh, did he go to his mama house first? No, remember he got the call. He picked up the phone, and the CIA was like, "Yo, if you don't want to see the inside of a cell again, you need to drop off that KGB cat." Which right, I was surprised right. he did that. Right. Yeah. Right. So he. So then he made and, it back to the spot, and then was like, yeah. "You know, I'm a. I gotta move the body. I gotta move this nigga." Mm-hmm. So I mean, he had nothing else to gain by holding that nigga. You know what I'm saying? True. I'm just nervous about being around them niggas after, you know, your mom's just killed one of the guys. Would they yeah. want some revenge? Are they going to take you in? You know, all of that shit. At least you had something to trade and shit. I guess. Yeah, that's true. You know but, you know, shit, you these are some sharp shooters. Yeah, yeah, man, shit. He ain't had nothing else. Right, true. So, anyway, the nigga, uh, the nigga... Goes to his mama's house at some point, and then nah, his mom's is in jail. He go. Oh, I know, wait, but wait, wait. remember the oh, dude okay, came okay. to the house and was like, "I'm trying to buy your interest in the in the building." I think that might have been after he went to go see his mom's in court. Remember his mother's in court, which threw me right. off because this man was moving super free, like he is at least an accessory. 
on a certain level. Like he was there when my man got popped. I mean, he got away, but I would just think that somehow somebody would want him, but he in the back of the courtroom, chilling, walking around, going to visit the police station, going to visit her in jail and all of this other shit. But so, yeah, so he goes to the courtroom. He sees her get no bail. He goes out to his car. One of the, some black dude, I don't know if he's some type of lawyer or something, mm-hmm. kind of says, yo, I he's know who you man. are. We seen him before. No, 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 no. The lawyer, oh, not the, the businessman. Oh, the the guy that walks him to his car. Oh, no, he looked like he was an agent or some shit. Yeah, he was something. He was he was in he was involved in the other side. Yeah, and he definitely was like, yeah, we know who you are. And Franklin was like, yo, Uncle Tom ass nigga, the fuck out of here. Then do something, then nigga. Squeeze it, squeeze it, nigga. Sped off. I'm speeding off of my cutlass. Nigga, no, he in a Lincoln, nigga. Okay, a stankin' Lincoln. He in a stankin' Lincoln. And um, he said that shit, he turned into a 70s jive turkey ass nigga. Yeah, yeah, it was a little. Turned to Alton. <laughs> he turned to Alton. He turned it to Alton in this motherfucking episode. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, so at that point, I think that's when he goes home and he gets visited by homie. I forget right. my man's name, but he looked like we've seen him a right. few times. We've right. seen him because he was the guy. If we remember, he was the first black dude with money. Remember when mm-hmm. Sissy took him to meet him at the um at the little uh country club. Mm-hmm. Right, it was black dude getting money. He almost came, he kind of took him under his wing a little bit. Right, and that's um, who Franklin crossed up the bookstore people for. Yes, yep, 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 yep. Exactly. exactly. Franklin ain't never yeah. give a fuck, boy. That nigga, <laughs> that yeah, nigga didn't give was, a fuck. He was trying to get to it wherever it was. He didn't even know where it was. He was just trying to get all he could get. So he come over talking about, look, I'll buy that shit from you. You know, cause he's sniffing around. He he can smell a little bit of nah, a little v, bit. He told him, B put him on him. Oh, he was right. like, remember, said okay. your partner said that you know, what I'm saying you might be willing to uh, split with your interest. Right. Oh, so V, yeah, V, and that's where he got mad because she didn't consult with him. You right. Know what I mean? So he went home, chewed her mm-hmm. out, sold the other yeah. buildings. You know, what I'm saying without consulting yeah. her. And uh-huh. then choked her yeah. out, like put, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Put hands on her, laid hands uh-huh. on her, as they would say. Uh-huh. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, she she took that personally. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> V was like, oh, "Okay, I see what this is. My a mom's is right. Mama used to say <laughs> exactly." So she saw that shit. She's like, "Oh, I'm about to go to the bank on this nigga because he's wild and he's drunk with rage." You right. know, is not thinking straight. I'm about to make a full on withdrawal on this motherfucker. Full and, withdrawal, uh, not, not, not partial. I'm gonna leave him a little something, a little taste. I'm gonna yeah, be respectful, leave him a little what? tip. <laughs> a little tip. Well, almost she's, all. <laughs> almost all. So she left him about eleven dollars. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Left him a few dollars to, <laughs> to get his shit together. Go get you a little bottle of, get you a fifth. So she took out at least, I think it was 800,000, yeah, something, 800, something crazy. 800,000. Yeah. So she took that, that last 800 and, he and going, skipped on him. Yeah, he going to the bank trying to get a, you know what I'm saying, a little loan to, you know, uh-huh. fix the foundation that was poured wrong. Oh, we yeah. definitely forgot one part. 
Because this is the unraveling of Franklin. He's fucking up all allegiances with everybody. He's cutting mm. all ties. Fuck it up. He go see Leon. Mm. He go see Leon. Oh, try shit, to get nigga. right. Leon, like, yeah, I got three million. Nah, Franklin but, but is this was, that was after the bank. We ain't got that yet. No, this was before the bank. No, this is before the bank. Because I think that's why he sold the shit he had. Oh, okay. That's so, why he so. sold. Yeah, he was like, he was like, yo, because he still he was still in like. He's such a he was in a manic ass state for mm-hmm. about three episodes. Mm-hmm. You know, once he was after that money, he ain't seen nothing. Mm-hmm. But he had blinders on; he ain't seen nothing but the bread. And when the bread was done, he was sick. So right. now, but he still feel like he's smarter than everybody. Right. So when he seen Leon, Leon money is his money in his mind. He felt like he treated Leon how Teddy treated him. Right. He like, listen, nigga, that's my money. Go ahead, give me that money, cause I'm gonna flip that. You know what I mean? Da 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 da. da. He like, on the building, no five years. <laughs> I, yeah, from now. I get you on the back end. Yeah, we gonna be all right. You you a shareholder? That nigga, Leon was that like, nigga, the shit was so smooth though. Uh-huh. Cause my man was like, how much you got? Mm-hmm. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Leon was like, I got three million. And again, mm-hmm. I was surprised. You know what I'm saying? Not that. He wasn't selling dope, but we didn't get to really see Leon's operation like that. No. I was surprised he had 500000 just to give him, not knowing right. he was going to get it back. That was one. And then right. when Franklin asked how much he had, he's like, I got $3 million. God damn, this nigga out here getting it, boy. <laughs> God he ain't damn, my nigga money, Leon, boy. Uh, Leon over here stacking, <laughs> stacking on them niggas. <laughs> gave, gave, uh, yeah, hell yeah, Leon keep his shit. Leon keeps some pennies together. Cause, he, said, cause, he set Wanda off. Said, Wanda, go ahead, go to Ghana. Here you go, a little right, piece right, Before you. you move on, before you move on. Go ahead. Because this, this is the context, right? Uh-huh. We saw Louis and Jerome getting it. You know what I'm saying? We oh, seen yeah. their operation. Yeah. We seen the, the mm-hmm. dope everywhere. Right. We seen right. all that shit. And still, when Franklin hit them, he got three million in the dope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which means Leon got that same operation popping, but he laid back with his shit. Mm-hmm. Quiet. My, my nigga Quiet. Leon. Yeah, man, <laughs> Leon playing close to the vest. He keep it humble. He's a he's a man of the people. Right. <laughs> Little did you know he was paid. He's a man of the people. Oh, Malcolm. Oh, Malcolm. Money X. Right. <laughs> so he had the bread. He had the bread. He said, "Look, bro. Look, man. This shit is uh." What he said, this is blood money anyway. I really wish I could give it back if I could. Yeah. <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> the fucking Franklin was like, well, shit, nigga, give it to me. What the fuck is you talking about? Give it here. He said, nah, I, I, you know, I can't do that. You know what I mean? Sissy, our mother, you know what I'm saying? Sissy would be very upset because she told you, you kind of bugging out right now. You don't mm-hmm. really see the big picture. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I can't, I can't enable you in this situation. So Franklin, like, Franklin, like, nigga, you about to come up off that three million. And his little peoples in the back was like, no, 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 he's not. So now Franklin tight. Franklin storms out. Got a good, Franklin had one of the best storm outs this side of George Jefferson. This little storm out game is one of the hey, best. Hey, them niggas, them niggas drew down on his motherfucking ass. Yes, yeah, they was gonna kill him. They was gonna kill him immediately. As soon as he said, "You gonna give up that three? Hey, I'm gonna have to take it. Hey, nigga, take uh, what? Yeah, nigga, you gonna take these bullets in every part of your body, nigga? I don't know if you're ready for that. 
That nigga look and I like, hate to see it happen. That nigga look like motherfucking um, Denzel in Training Day. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh, all right. Oh, this how y'all? How you gonna do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. He felt terrible. He couldn't believe the tables have turned on his ass. Mm-hmm. So then, I think that's what made him go and sell some of his project. What's the projects? Right. right, he had a bunch of shit. Well, in the some, some apartment buildings, all the little slum buildings that his mama bought from the, um, mm-hmm. her old boss. Right, right. Where Leon lived. Uh-huh. At. Right, 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 right. So he put he put Leon shit on the market. <laughs> it was just hilarious. He's like, "Why, right, nigga? I'm selling your whole community." The niggas pulled the gun on me. I right, bet I'm evicted this whole fucking this whole block. So boom. I don't know how much he got for that. V didn't feel that. V get wound up, you know, getting choked, getting choked down. She jetted, got on a flight, you know. Um, met up with Bones. the plane. <laughs> wow. I didn't even think about that. That shit would have been even insult to injury. She been paying attention, looking at how he was, what knobs to pull, and you know what I mean? She was like, shit, I could get this off the fucking runway. I take this shit right here to motherfucking Grenada or somewhere. Oh, so boom, man. she jetted. He gotta find that out in the damn bank. In the motherfucking bank, he gotta play it off like nah, 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 nah. Like they still on one accord. Yeah, let me. That white let me man go felt straighten that. This out. <laughs> yeah, 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 let me go. They take a hard swallow. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 you know yeah, I mean? yeah. You know what? She did a what? A deposit? A, a withdrawal? Oh, okay. how, how much? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost all of it, huh? Ah, I guess we didn't scream. We probably, yeah, we probably didn't even speak early. I think that's probably what she said. I was taking the showers. I could barely hear. Yeah. That nigga but, uh, wanted yeah. to do one of them Franklin screams. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. That nigga the Oh, shit. Hell yeah. Flip that desk. So, boo, so this is the funniest shit. This is one of my favorite, saddest, funniest scenes. He goes see Mom Dukes in the pen. Now, this is the second time he done went to visit her. I forget the first time he went to visit her. He just said, yo, oh, the first time he was like, yo, why couldn't you just wait 10 seconds? He's blacking on everybody. I'm trying to tell you. So now he go to Mom's. He say, yo, Ma, look. Ah, uh, yo, could you do me a favor? Why don't you just sign the house over to me? Cause um, look, you're not getting out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that's the fuck. That's the most fucked up shit ever. Especially this is your mom's right. of all people. This is your mom. Look, you ain't getting out of here. Why don't you just sign the house over to me? Sissy, sissy, so good at just hanging up on niggas in jail. So she hung up on his ass, and it was about and he spazzed. You bitch, you're you right. It's all your fault, bitch. Yeah. Oh man, that was wild. So, that now, was wild. Well, well, now before we move on, you know what I'm saying? Uh huh. Franklin is blaming everybody. Everybody is everybody's fault. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. His mama fault. She did. But people killed Louis for doing it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody right. oh, don't yeah. see their own faults in their shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just about that money and then everybody else. Just, you know what I mean? Right. But yeah. yeah, he cussed his mama out. He went outside. He went outside. That was sad. That was a bad he look. That was a bad look. That's the one motherfucker that was holding you all the way down. This shit killed this man for you. But you can't right. see it because you're so caught up in this, you know. But right. the other shit. We forgot, and I'm glad he heeded that, because that might have been like one of the pieces, few glimmers of hope mm-hmm. when, um, you know, Leon came to go see his moms. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Leon was like, yeah, you know, Wanda, she went, she went back to Ghana. 
you know, what you think I should do? He said, I think you should get you a suitcase, fill it full of books, and go see your lady. You know what I'm saying? Go see your wife. Go see your wife. Yeah. But but the trip shit is, the trip part is, is that, again, I mean, Leon and Sissy got a very tender relationship. Yeah. That was cultivated when he was homeless and at his lowest. You know what I'm saying? She was greasing his scalp. He was greasing his yeah. scalp. I thought they was about to be fucking. Oh, I ain't think that. But that's <laughs> how tender that shit was. You know, that just motherfucker. So Jason's too, lyric ass. Too much massage on that grease. <laughs> hit my soft spot. That's my you know soft what I'm saying? spot. I thought they was about to be. You know what I'm saying? Even uh, even in the jail, I know it was meant to be emotional, but it was kind of like. Right. It's almost played like they got a little, you know what I mean? But, you know, mm. obviously they don't. But I'm just saying the right. way they played it, the way that it came across is like it's very soft and tender beyond mm-hmm. just that's my son's friend. You know what I'm saying? They have a, they establish some type of real connection in that moment. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? True indeed. That, that Franklin overlooked, pushed all the way out to the side was just another means to him to get where he was going. You know what I'm saying? That whole shit with Leon mm-hmm. and his, mm-hmm. him being on the run and homeless and all that shit. So when Leon did go to see her, you know what I'm saying? She she cried real tears. She talked to him. You know what I'm saying? They had their moment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and she could see, you know, she could see the the realness in Leon, like that he's still a whole human. You know what I'm saying? Unlike her son, who's just out there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. You know that was that was cool to see, and it was a good little call back to the tender hair grease moment. Yeah, yeah, I like that moment too. That was a good moment. I didn't think they was going to smash, but I just thought it was a very. I didn't like, like, I just felt like, 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 grease like that before. It's just, it's like, hold on, baby, you know I'm the tender. The outcome was a lot different. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, exactly. Oh shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up. Leon smashing uh, that nigga's mom's. Uh, and holding back the three million. Ain't this a bitch? Nigga, what? Anyway, um So what else happened? So And niggas was like, niggas was like, I seen niggas on the internet talking about, you know what I'm saying, everybody turned their back on Franklin. And you know oh, what I'm saying? Why would that. why wouldn't you throw your homeboy a lifeline? He this is all cause of him that you got this shit, nigga. Why you wouldn't throw him a lifeline? It's like, man, get the fuck out of here. Niggas is grown. <laughs> Just right. two fucking nah. days ago, nigga, I gave this nigga five hundred cash. Right. Hey, <laughs> I don't know where ago. that shit is at. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Right. Shit. He's <laughs> real crackheadish. <laughs> you know yeah. <laughs> that was two <laughs> days ago, man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's a lot three of money. Episodes. But in, 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 in fucking snowfall time, that was two days ago. Right. That's true indeed. That's true indeed. Now, Leon served him well, man. He been there. He was there by his side the whole shit. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think, so then we start to see, like, people closing in. You see, they looking for Louie. They got mm-hmm. Louie. Louie with the horses, but Louie's in the stable. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hotter than hay. Horse shit you know all over. <laughs> exactly. Got to keep it keep it low. So she over there, cops is on her ass. She got a whole new name. They know her new name. I so thought they that. killed the old boy, though. Old um, crackhead? When the, when the, the KGB broke out also. 
I thought they uh-huh. killed that uh, DEA dude. I thought they killed him too. I thought he was one of the guys in the cab, in the car, yeah, in the truck yeah. or whatever. I, he I thought he shot. was. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe it's another guy. I don't know. Nah, he on back. the man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Full and then, um, Yeah, he came back. Workers comp. Um, then you got uh, Oso. I don't know where he at. Somewhere in Mexico or whatever, teaching little kids how to wrestle. Mm-hmm. Um he get the call. I thought they was going to run in on him. I hope he don't go back to North Carolina trying to find love. Man, all, all they threw that in there. You know what I'm saying? You know how they do. They threw that in there have him. He got the best outcome of them all. Yeah. Man. He sound mad about that. Not really, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? None of the niggas had a soft landing, man. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> shit. I mean, Leon yeah, yeah. possibly could, but. Yeah. Yeah. But shit, even Leon sound like Wanda done left him trying to become a yeah. um in in she in the industry now. She about to be J J Fad and shit, Michelle. Uh huh. Either that or Pebbles. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And it looks like Leon finna be Easy E in the spinoff with that curl. Oh, uh, <laughs> somebody said my man Smokey. Shout out my man Smokey. Smokey had yeah, he said he said when you wear your uncle wig after he die. <laughs> like he just took Jerome wig and put it on, but uh, now, now, that didn't make no sense. You know what I'm saying? What? That you little leave wig America on? with braids. Uh huh. I don't know if they was just giving out Jerry curls in Africa, nigga. Well, he oh 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 right. Oh, I see what you said. I see what you said. Because he yeah, had yeah, just yeah, came yeah. back on the you know back from, from Africa, Africa. To, to came to see um, Franklin. He had a whole unless curl. he let, unless he went and got his curl done when he touched down because it did no. look a little wet <laughs> a little and wavy, fresh, a little tight, yeah, 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 little yeah. Tight it ain't right, even all you know the way man? coil up like it, it was drop. It, it was ain't st- drop. Yeah, yeah. Still had a little ramen noodle effect to it. So who know? <laughs> it was, no, but, they was supposed to get him a long curl wig. You know what I'm saying? They yeah, they supposed to give him a whole braid game. Yeah, him a struggle curl. Yeah, they gave him that. You know, but he going through it. His lady didn't left him. They kind of. Wound up, you know what I mean? Some type of executive or whatever. Um, they kind of glossed over that shit. Well, you know, we working it out. Right. Now, one of the best parts of the whole shit, big reveal. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> they just tucked it away. Old Peaches was back. Old Peaches is in that bitch with the fucking Dr. J fro. You know what I'm saying? Fucking hide up on the damn sectional. You know, all types of track marks. Worth of dope in his arm. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't all the way gone. That nigga embalmed. Yeah, that nigga was embalmed alive. Mm-hmm. But he still got that thing on him, though. <laughs> he ain't fucking around. That nigga's still a shooter till the end. Tote that yeah. thing, though. <laughs> Absolutely. Still, that shit is fully loaded, nigga. He, he fuck that. Him and the gun is loaded like a motherfucker. <laughs> but he he might be a little off of the shot because old peaches would have bodied Franklin. Right. Quick. He'd have gave it to Franklin, but Franklin got, got it off, shot peaches up, bing, 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 you know, dragged his ass somewhere away. He tried to get into that safe, couldn't get into the safe. So then he go call, I think my man, Michael Gonzalez, I think my man, no, Michael Gonzalez is a writer. But um, called my man Mike to come through. Mike is down. Mike already kind of know this this, this ain't really Yeah, this, this setup really is a little fucked up because yeah. it smells like a dope house. You know what I'm uh-huh, saying? Your peaches yeah. smelled dead in that bitch. You know that. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Was, yeah. No upkeep being done. <laughs> <laughs> you know then, uh, 
So then they in the middle of busting it down. Then old fucking bass head just come out of nowhere. <laughs> hey, hey man, where's Peaches? Where's Peaches? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Peaches. Oh sh- yeah. <laughs> oh man. Frank had to calmly put a few in him. Bing, 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 bing. Take that. Go to sleep. Nah, that's terrible. Frank gay? I don't think so. I'm no, not man, sure. You know, was, you know, remember we thought we had, he had AIDS before he, you know what I'm saying, yeah. went away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then my man, you know, I don't yeah. know if they was a couple or just a, a drug a drug pair. Right, right. I feel like they, I didn't never get no real, I got real like asexual vibes from Peaches. Oh. Like he was just him and his his artillery and well, his my, war stories. Well, man, yeah, like that was his lo- love of his life. <laughs> he definitely <laughs> was like, like he was, I'm oh. gonna climb in the grave with peaches, right? <laughs> peaches, <laughs> either that or at least his sponsor. The nigga got him high for years. I mean, five, $5 million dollars getting high, nigga. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, of, you know, that that is your high. main man. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's a shit. Where's peaches at? That's what we we gonna get high. Peaches is up. Peaches is up. <laughs> when Peaches is up, we going to get high. So they went over there. Peaches wasn't. Peaches was dead. You kill Peaches. That nigga was mad. So he had to body him. Bing, bing. He come back and tell my man, yo, all right, get back to it. Don't even worry about it. I need you to, you know, get back to it. Don't even, you know, don't even act like you heard what you heard. So my man cracked the safe. Now, this is something I didn't know. They say that, um, so it was $12,000. Mm-hmm. He give it my man. He said, "Yo, put that in your pocket, man. Go ahead, get out of here, my man. You know, I got kids and all that. Nah, just go ahead, get out of here." He walk him down, kill him. Sadly, it was kind of fucked up. I mean, mm-hmm. he had to go because he can't leave no witnesses. But you know, you just hate to see that cat because he was purely innocent. Um, but from what I understand, one of the things, you know, a few Easter eggs or whatever. One of the things is, um. I have to go back, but they say twelve thousand was what Franklin paid for his first brick. Oh, okay. So it's almost like a full. There was a lot of little full circle moments or whatever. Mm-hmm. So maybe that was kind of like, nigga, you could do it again if you got the nah, patience for this shit. But he really okay. didn't really do it like that, though. Franklin came oh, up because he, he had a plug. Then it was getting fronted. That nigga lost his first three bricks, nigga. Right, right. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was nasty with it up front. Yeah, because was it so, Ricky his boy put him on? Was it yeah. Ricky or Richie? Yeah, 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 his homie that he killed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Franklin ain't been shit the whole who, ride. Who knew Avi? You know what I'm saying? But yeah. he really didn't grind it out from the bottom, and then the only way he was able to get off the ground was because he had, you know what I'm saying, niggas who had those ground relationships Jerome. He was Louis, an industry plan. Lee. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. He was just, you know, he was a figurehead out here. Yeah, yeah, he was a pawn, like Teddy told him. Dog, I could have used anybody. You know, you smart and all of that. You're a good kid. You went to a nice school. You know what I'm saying? You keep a little low cut fro. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But uh, anybody, I could have done it with Leon. So, boom. So, he killed my man. And that's where he starts to devolve. And it's years later. We see, you know, when Leon come back, come, you know, knock on the door. And he come to the old neighborhood. They's about to put it on him. The young kid's like, nigga, where you from? Hit him with the where you from. He's like, nigga, I'm from here. Mm-hmm. He said, yo, who living there? Is somebody living there? He was like, if that's what you call living. Right. So we see Franklin in his full, you know, 
dingy drunk era. Nasty wife beater. You know what I'm saying? Teeth rotten. You know what I mean? Mm, Nigga just nah. living in a fallout shelter. Yeah. yeah nah. <laughs> hey man. But, but nigga, at least they 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 ain't do right by them curls. But they did right yeah. by that Franken, you know what I'm saying? No cut. That nigga let that yeah, shit grow no out for real. That nappy, was a for, nappy beard. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah, a for yeah, real yeah. grow out right there. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. It was Struggle. Like, nigga, all right, nigga. Go home. Let this shit rock for about two months mm-hmm. and come back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't go to the barbershop. We need you to just, you know what I mean? Let it yeah. be on that chair out. Yeah, they, so, they, yeah. they got that right because that nigga look funky. Yeah, he definitely looked like he smelled. And that was a good little, even though... You know, a lot of people saying he went out sad, which he did. It was it was so well acted. It was such a great mm-hmm. performance at the end. Remind right. me a little bit of like Gator from right. Jungle Fever. You right. know what I mean? And then obviously the cool yeah. little John Singleton Easter egg with the Boys in the Hood set. Mm-hmm. Right. I thought that was fly. But um, I, you know, go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish finish out what you were saying. Well, there's one last Easter egg from what I understand. I'm not sure. I got to go back and watch episode one. But you know when Franklin went to go buy the liquor, right. twenty dollars that Leon gave him. If we watch episode one, allegedly right. Franklin was working at that liquor right. store. Right, that's what and, he chose. Yeah, and then Mel was like, "Yo, what do you want?" He said, "I just want to be free from it all." Right. So, like when Franklin's like, "Yo, I just got freedom," you know what I mean? Right. Like it was one of those. But go ahead. Nah, so I was getting to is like you know in his final statement. You know, when when you start talking about the streets, freedom is a big theme. You know what I'm saying? Like, most niggas get into it to be free, financially free, and do whatever. You know what I'm saying? Live however, be their mm-hmm. own person. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of times when you're in it, you don't feel free at all. You know what I'm saying? Because everything's always looming. Like, you know what I'm saying? Always the threat of being arrested and not free. Always, you know what I'm saying, niggas trying to rob or, you know what I mean, every move comes with its own level of of, um, anxiety and and fear and, damn, you know what I'm saying, this is the game. So, you know what I'm saying, then sometimes you be in a trap and you you coming in at motherfucking 6 in the morning leaving the spot and then you see motherfuckers going to work and shit and you like, damn. These niggas is free. They just, you know what I'm saying? They free to just go about their day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And do mm-hmm. their thing in their way. So it's a freedom is a big theme in that shit. And, you know, no matter how it looks, you know what I'm saying? He ain't got no money. They took everything. You know what I'm saying? The house was the final straw. Leon like, nah, I could pay the shit off. I could pay the taxes and shit. He's like, nah, fuck it, man. That's the last. They done took everything else. Let them take it. That's the last thing yeah. I'm, that that I'll be chained to. You know what I'm saying? And he was yep. free. He don't have to worry about none of this shit no more. You know? He didn't win in the way that he thought he would win, but he he's not burdened by any of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, he, he got to live in his own head. He got a lot of motherfucking bodies behind him and a lot of <laughs> ill will. But mm-hmm. at the end, you know what I'm saying? It's just him. That's it. Yeah. And he, he went out. Paul went Franklin. out. It went out. Oh, Franklin. It, it one thing too that also 
made me think, uh, you know, outside, even, even, well, another thing too, thinking about the whole free shit too, black man, you know, black person or black man in America, mm-hmm. especially at that time. And even still freedom is, you know, is it an illusion? You know, is it like, who is really free? Like there are people that, you know, maybe back then drug dealers look free. And then nowadays there's certain people in the game that look like they've conquered it. But we don't know what they're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? Um, You know, especially in this world that's built on white supremacy. Mm -hmm. Are you ever truly free? So there's that. But then other than that, it just also made you... Not that I didn't, because we've had this conversation before, but it, it makes you look at the people, whether they're the crackheads, whether they're the winos you know, homeless or whatever and see them, you know, like, cause they got a story. Literally Franklin less than three years ago, he was the man. He was had that whole community on payroll. And now he just a motherfucker with a bottle, you know, like just, yeah. And it, it's just, it's, it's wild to see. And yeah. you walk past plenty niggas like that. Absolutely. You just don't know their story. They don't got you know no Wikipedia page. You walk yeah. past plenty of niggas that was, you know what I'm saying, strong. You know what I'm saying? That you just walk past like they invisible, like you said. You know what I'm saying? You get to a certain point and niggas didn't finish out the game in that kind of way and you just become an invisible man. Yeah. Or the nigga boxing in the middle of the street. Or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or the nigga that can't even survive out here just figure out a way to go back to jail. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man, salute to John Singleton at all, the whole squad over there. I think they landed the plane nicely. There was some moments of turbulence, for sure. <laughs> but overall, it was a good story, well told, and it and it 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 had me compelled all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. All the way to the end. And it's tough to do a good finale. And I appreciated that finale, even if it was bittersweet. It was a, uh, it was, it was resolution to say the least, and it's gonna, it's a bit, it's gonna be a bit of a void. It felt like when you get to the end of a book, you're like, damn, all right, what I do now? You know, mm-hmm. it's a hole in the Wednesday for sure. So, you know, but yeah, salute to Snowfall. It was, a, it was, a, it had its run. It's up there. It's up there to be considered amongst some of the greats. And we'll see what the rest of the people do. It's going to be interesting to see some of these people pop up. But shit, obviously, Damson is going to be, you know, he's going to be in in the mix. But, you know, see Louie and Jerome and Leon, Wanda, and all these people popping up. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? We already seen Sissy. She's a Wire alum, you know. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be. Who, Sissy? She was Barksdale. Um, Sister? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was the sister of um yeah, Avon. Yes, yep. yes, she's yeah, sis, sissy yep. again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly. right, that's right, that's right. I couldn't remember where I knew her from. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's her. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. she into she into official, and it's funny because you know they they you know you let the internet tell it. There's that little wire snowfall back and forth. Mm-hmm. Shit, she got production jackets from both of them shits. Right, right. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, she right, could right. stun on them niggas. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. So, yeah, that's that man. Yeah, this this definitely one for the books. You know, what I'm saying Damson gonna go on to be a a lister. 
out here. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Glad we, you know, were able to experience them in, um, you know, in the way that we experienced them through this show. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You probably, you know, a lot of niggas are speculating he'll be scooping up all them Jonathan Major roles. That's I was gonna say, guy. yeah, yeah, that a bitch, sad but ain't true. That a bitch? Yeah, it's over. I don't say it's over, but it's sad. Well, he on hi- he on a hiatus right now. You know, what I'm saying? yeah, he may be able yeah, to clear yeah. his name and get back to it. But right yeah. now, you know, shit, yeah. it's really it's sad too because he's a hell of a fucking actor. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. tough. Yeah. Oh, he man. got pushed to the edge of his intelligence if everything they say is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Oh, man. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Stay tuned. You know what I mean? Due process. Uh, but shit, until next week, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even the enemy. To get in the conversation. We out. Conversation.